resort. You are now tuned into Pulse Pounding with Mickey Dillon. Okay, so this past week, I got to go to the coolest press event for an awesome up-and-coming band called Beauty School Dropout. They're currently on tour with Blink-182, and they were in town to play Madison Square Garden, which I can't even imagine what that must have felt like for them. Madison Square Garden is an elite club that not many people can say that they've played, and it must be such a crazy experience to stand on that stage and see that crowd and think about how many fucking legends have performed there, sold it out. And at that stage of your career, when you're looking to move forward and upward and sell out arenas and be playing headline shows and places like that, I can only imagine that it gives you like such an amazing taste of what could be to come. So big shout out to Beauty School Dropout and Impulse Artists for inviting me and having me out. It was a really cool and special experience for me because I've been to a lot of music events, a lot of different events throughout the years. I did Fashion Week a bunch of times, but... This was the first event where I was invited out for the podcast specifically, and it was definitely a motivator for me to keep going with what I'm doing and to feel some sort of progress as we close on the first year because we did just celebrate the one year anniversary of this show last month. So that was really cool for me as well. It was at the Hard Rock Hotel and it was going on at the same time as the Sports Illustrated swimsuit party. So the step and repeat and the red carpet was all set up out front and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And when we got in and we were looking for the right place that the event was happening, no one seemed to know what the fuck was going on at the hotel. And they couldn't figure out why they were holding an event that half the security and staff had heard nothing about and were confused when I was asking them where to go. And then I realized that there was so much going on for the swimsuit party and so many major celebrities in attendance that they must have been confused and mind boggled by that event alone. So the event I was going to was like not even on their radar that day. So events like this are dope because you get to interact with the artists and it's more of like an intimate setting. It was closed, invite only. They did have some fans there, which was really cool to see them interact with. And usually they'll do a quick like acoustic performance. So the guys performed five songs and it was awesome to see them play in such a small room for an event like this, knowing that they were doing MTV and MSG the next day. It was dope. I'm really enjoying this resurgence of like the pop punk warp tour era style music making a resurgence and a comeback because obviously I grew up in that era so I have a special love for it because it's from my younger years. So to see that music coming back and becoming popular again in the mainstream is really cool. So yeah, after the event and after the performance, I got a few minutes to sit down with the guys and ask them some questions and gauge how they were feeling about being in New York and and the performance that was coming up, their music, it was really cool. So let's listen in on that. All right, so I figured everybody was going to ask you today, as it's the talk of the town, that you're on tour with Blink-182. Everybody, I figured, would ask you how excited you are, where you were when you found out. I wanted to know what your least favorite part of the tour is. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> uh, least, least favorite thing? Honestly... The only thing that I think we've even made a single remark about is one green room. Because we just couldn't fit and the toilet was too close to everything else. <laughs> and it kept smelling really bad because all of us are stinky boys. So, something I've actually thought of is like, it's, it was such a big shift going from our previous tours, which like clubs and like, you know, you know 1,500 cap rooms. Right. 
because um, we literally just came off a tour with with Jaden right before this, and that was the the fan experience was like so different because like after every show, we'd you know you're you're right there with all the fans. Right. You walk out the, the you know the the buses and everything, and the fans are right there. You get to talk to everybody. It's like so visceral. Right. This is so different because you go to arenas all of a sudden, and there's like layers of security between you and everyone else, yeah. and it's like. That was a kind of a weird shock for us, I think, to like be in this bubble of like, wait, did we even actually just play a show? Right. Like, because then you go back and you're in the dungeon underneath this this big arena and whatever, and then you go to the hotel and you're like, okay. So, I think what we've been trying to do is like walk around after and mm-hmm. like you know just see the sights and talk to people and do the thing. So that was not I, bad, but just interesting. Yeah, adjustment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like talking to everyone. <laughs> I know yeah. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in an interview with Behind the Stage magazine, you described your sound as sticky, heavy, and loud. Yes. Give me three new words to describe your performance style. Wet, wild, and fun. That was quick. <laughs> I come quick. Were you, <laughs> were you the one who came up with the other three from the last interview? Yeah. I had a feeling. <laughs> um, what artists influenced the mix of the pop and rock sound that you guys have? I think it's like all of our different influences. We all come from very like similar but also subtly different backgrounds of music. Nirvana is a big one. Mm-hmm. If we had to sum it up in three across the board, though, I'd say Nirvana, Bring the Horizon, <laughs> Justin Bieber, and Turns Out. <laughs> yeah, it turns out though, or like Skrillex. And Skrillex, too. yeah, that's four. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So that was my next question: the dubstep breakdown in See You in Hell. Yeah. Where did the idea for that come from? We literally were like, we saw our homie Rob Inverness. He was the other producer on that one, and. We had the song pretty much there, and we're like, the session was ending. We're like, hey, we want a dubstep breakdown. Yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. He's like, well, I'll maybe go home and work on something. He comes back tomorrow or the next day and is like, I made a dubstep breakdown, and it's literally just that. So yeah. it was really cool. But he's like, we, we actually work with a lot of people who come from like EDM worlds. That's how I learned how to produce, is like mm-hmm. in the EDM world. So we just love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love the way it kind of like came out of nowhere at the end. Yeah. Just when you thought there wasn't anything left. It like slaps you right in the face. Yep. I love that. EDC. <laughs> Who's the best writer? Uh, we all have different roles. Uh, come yeah. on. We're going to have to get in the rain right now. WWE no, style. I think all of us have different roles. Um, Bardo's the producer, so he's the one like maybe the brain of like controlling the vision mm-hmm. that actually gets put out. And then Cole is the lyricist and like the overall concepts. And then I blend the two. I would say, and then Mike is our backbone, so he just like throws on the nasty beats and elevates our songs in like that way. And he's also a phenomenal harmonizer, and like he hears cool harmonies all the time and does a bunch of like auxiliary stuff that adds and like kind of completes right. out songs. I think we do a good job of like picking up each other's slack, just because we all write and produce for other people. So there's this general common denominator of like okay cool if there's an idea yes and then we build on top of that and just keep going until it compounds into whatever we're about to put out what's your favorite lyric from the last ep from the last ep Ooh. yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) i actually think that actually that's what i wrote down i love i love man there's so many i think my favorite is probably the hook of yeah 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 yeah, which, is, which, is, which is my ear to the door. You got me on your breath. My blood on the floor. I got your knife in my chest. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mine's, uh, <laughs> you don't, what is it? You only want me when I'm, I'm making you. Making oh. you come. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, my favorite one. That's, That's also, shout out tweet. to 
the Metro Moan. That's that's what that sample is. Right. It's the Metro Moan. <laughs> it's the best moan I've ever found. So whoever made that moan, this is such a producer thing, but everyone knows that moan and it's really good. So last question moan. is for 2023. What's coming? You had an EP in 2021. Us. Another. <laughs> All over this the is the third time that you said that. Do you need to tell us something? <laughs> I mean, no. I, I think I've said it. <laughs> Are you going to do a full project or another EP this year? It's funny because our albums, we like to keep them short and simple to the point. Uh, generally, the concepts are very easy to grasp. And mm -hmm. so, like, I think, A, we're going to drop an album, I would assume, by the end of the year, probably close towards the end of summer. And then uh, that'll also probably be about the same length as the last project. We keep, we're short king albums, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, we like to yeah. keep them I like six that. songs or That's less. That's what you should call it. Yeah, the short king, yeah. Mm -hmm. The short king discography. <laughs> when, when we come out with, like, a full, full length, we should just create a completely different word for it. We're like, yeah, yeah. We, re we reinvented it. It's a mixed Long dip. form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do to stay calm tomorrow? We won't. Yeah? I think, well, we meditate. MSG's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. I've cried so much. I bet. I'm not gonna lie. I am like so not nervous. Really? Yeah. I'm not nervous. I either. feel very at home with all these shows. I yeah. like. I don't know why, but I think my whole life I intended to be yeah. here, and now that we're here, I'm like cool. So like, where's my room? <laughs> I feel no. like I could feel that energy when you were singing. Like you don't look or seem uncomfortable by any means. Nah, I feel good. Yeah, it feels like second nature. Yeah. Big thank you again to Beauty School Dropout for taking the time out of their schedule to sit with me for a few minutes and answer some questions and talk. It was a really cool experience. It's also really cool to see artists start to progress and take a turning point in their career where they're almost reaching a new level like these guys are right now. It's always great to see people and talk to them at this level because whatever happens in the future, however far they go, it'll always be like a really great memory for me to have to have seen them and have interacted with them at this level. I love that shit because you never know who's next up. Make sure you check out Beauty School Dropout wherever you stream music, Spotify, Apple, wherever. You can find them on Instagram at bsd.wave. That's bsd.wav. Listen, if you're a frequent listener of this show, you know if there's one thing I'm going to give you, it's a great music recommendation. I'm not giving any shitty music recommendations here. I don't care who it is how many followers they have, where they're from, who they're signed to. I am not recommending you a goddamn motherfucking thing unless I think it's great. And this is really great. Their most recent EP is called We Made Plans and God Laughed. My favorite song from it is See You in Hell. And they also have a really great song called Almost Famous, which features Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. So make sure you check that shit out, bitch. So yeah. Welcome to Pulse Pounding Shorts, the first of many. I'm experimenting with doing some shorter interviews, shorter episodes as we do more events and go to more places like this. Obviously, there's not an opportunity to sit down for a full hour, hour and a half and have an in-depth interview. But this was something cool and different for me to kind of shorten it and be there as more of like a press outlet, I guess. So I'm definitely interested in doing more of that kind of stuff in the future, as well as continuing to do the in-depth interviews and the long form stuff. But I think the shorts will be a cool way to throw some stuff in there, maybe like a bonus to the main episode, or it may serve as the main episode like it will this week and just kind of throw some thoughts in there, even if it's a quick solo thought. I think it'll be something fun and something different, and we're trying it out. So yeah, thanks for joining me on the first pulse-pounding short. <laughs> All right, I'll see you bitches next week. 